alternative station in Northwest Iowa. Enjoy your best alternative hits only at 97.5 The Edge. Hello and welcome to Travel Day Live. I am your host, Jackson Van Pelt, here with my good friend, Nolan Faber. Nolan, how are you feeling today? You know, not so bad. The day has gone by pretty quick, which is nice. Just got a good workout in, and fall ball for baseball started this week, so I'm excited about that. How about yourself? I'm feeling fantastic. Same kind of reasons. Um, you know, I'm a little getting over a little sickness, but, you know, we'll get there. Uh, you guys are listening to KBVU 97.5 The Edge. Um, we're going to preview our show here really quick for you guys. Um, first thing we're going to kind of get into is just a quick weather segment, and then we're going to recap some BVU sports that's happened over the past week, two weeks. Uh, we're going to get into some interesting news stories regarding uh, Michigan State's head coach being fired and uh, a U.S. Open's women's champion. We're also going to get into some NFL Week 1 discussion uh, regarding the first week of NFL season. Kind of a crazy uh, week. And then finally, we're going to end with uh, some college football pick and a little talk, and we'll uh, let you know how you can find me and Nolan uh, later on uh, with our podcast with the same name. Uh, from this, we're just going to head right into our next song. We'll be right back after this. Uh, this is Elm by Clever Girl. Jilly Jansen for uh, women's volleyball uh, had 47 assists for his Minnesota Morris. She... In assists per set, she is second in the ARC, and total assists, 27th in D3. Uh, going to women's golf, Brooke Stillmaker tied for eighth at Mount Mercy over the weekend. That was her first top 10 finish, and she got a season best of 80 on Saturday. Going over the football, uh, Aman Alaniz uh, is second in the ARC in yards per game, is 27th in Division Three in yards per game as well, and over the weekend had 72 receiving yards and 29 rushing yards. To preview BV Sports over this whole week, today, Tuesday, volleyball is at Martin Luther. Tomorrow, tennis hosts Mount Marty. Women's soccer and men's soccer are at Marthania Baptist on Thursday. Friday, volleyball goes to Wisconsin Eclair for a tournament. Also on Friday, women's tennis is at Simpson. Golf is hosting the BVU Invite this weekend. Cross country is at Greenwood and Dixon Invite on Saturday. Women's soccer is at Rapon on Saturday. Football goes to Warburg for a tough contest there. And then when men's soccer is also at Rapon on Saturday. And on Sunday, women's tennis hosts Warburg. Football team, obviously not off to a great start at 0-2. And that, uh, that uh, game at Warburg is definitely going to be tough. Uh, huge in-conference rivalry. Um, so we hope they can, they can put some points on the board, do some, some good there. Maybe an upset in the making. Um, we're going to get into a little bit of news. Uh, recently over this past weekend, Coco Goff with the win at the Women's U.S. Open in tennis. Um, a big story. Uh, huge to have an American win that. Um, and Coco Goff, just, I believe, 17 years old. So that's obviously, that's crazy. I was obviously not doing anything like that at 17. So um, we're really, really happy for her, and she's definitely a bright spot for our country. Going on, probably the biggest news across the sports world this week was Michigan State's head football coach was suspended without pay over sexual harassment allegations. This is not a good look for university that just hired this coach two years ago after 10 wins, and which was probably one of the most promising hires at that time. That's all we've got for the news. We're going to send it back to the tunes. This is After Midnight from Blink-182 on KBVU 97.5 The Edge.
That was Nonsense by Maddion, and you're listening to KBVU 97.5 The Edge. I'm Jackson, here with Nolan Faber. Uh, we are Travel Day, live today, and we're going to get into some uh, NFL Week 1 discussion. So, Nolan, I'll throw it to you. We'll start off with the Thursday night game, which was starting the NFL season off with big upset. The Lions defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 21-20, to and in this game... Patrick Mahomes really showed that he missed Travis Kelsey. It seemed like he didn't have a lot of options to throw to. It didn't help either that his receivers weren't catching the ball. But it was nice to see the rookie, Rasheed Rice, get a touchdown early in the game. Uh, moving on to the Lions, the Lions show that they're here. They're here a little earlier than I think a lot of people expected. They looked really good on Thursday night. Uh, I think the big question, is, especially for fantasy owners, was the usage uh, rookie Jameer Gibbs of Alabama got. Mm-hmm. A lot of people weren't happy with him only seeing about 25% of the snaps during that game. Do you agree with, I don't remember who the announcer was, but the announcer said at the end of the game that there was an asterisk next to this name or this game because uh, Kelsey was out. Do you agree no. with that? No. Then you should put an asterisk next to every game that a team lost when there's big injuries. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, and my thing is, I don't think that, I don't think that uh, one team should be surrounded by one. I mean, he's a tight end, but one receiver in in their game. That's just silly to me. I think if if he's if that was the case, and I don't think that's the case because I think if that was the case, then the Chiefs wouldn't win a lot of games because they just double team Kelsey every time, and Mahomes doesn't feel like throwing it to anyone else. But I think the uh, the wide receiver core really let down uh, Kansas City week one. But I think that that's a week one. I don't want to say jitters because there was a lot of veterans in there, but um, I think that might have been part of it. And I think I think the Lions are here. I think the Lions deserve respect after this game, even though Kelsey wasn't in the game. I think that they're going to be uh, a huge force this year. So yeah. this game also showed that Kansas City needs to go and get a premier number one receiver. For I agree. Mahomes mm-hmm. to throw too. The next game uh, was moving on to Sunday is the Atlanta Falcons defeat the Carolina Panthers twenty four to ten. This game wasn't very much. Uh, the Falcons' got, running game was very strong, which is going to have to be all year for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson uh, saw the end zone on a, a touchdown reception, which was really nice to see. Um, Bryce Young, the rookie out of Alabama, not a great debut for him. Only one touchdown and threw two picks. I mean, other than that, there's not a lot of other information to go off for this game. I think I think Bijan's going to be a problem uh, for teams going up against Atlanta. I think they're going to need to utilize Bijan a lot if Atlanta wants to do any kind of kind of work in the division. And Tyler Algier is a very sneaky waiver wire pickup for any of those that do fantasy. <laughs> Uh, the next game, uh, the Cleveland Browns shockingly beat the Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals 24-3. Mm, yeah. Joe Burrow, after signing the biggest contract in NFL history, was 14 of 31 for 82 yards, zero touchdowns. He was pulled halfway through the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. There's just the, – the Bengals just did not show up to play in this game. The Browns didn't look good by any means in this game. It was just the fact that the Bengals just – didn't want to play that day. Uh, they just they were not in there. Like there was just no. I think I think after one or two quarters of no touchdowns as a as a Bengals fan and as a Bengals player even from Burrow is kind of it lifts the energy right out of you. And I think that they had nothing to build off of in that second half. And then as the coach, once you pull Burrow, like I, I understand why you had to. Burrow wasn't doing anything, but once you lift Burrow from that game and bench him, it just they, I mean. Oh. The, the mental state of that team has to be at an all-time low. 
we'll, we'll see if they can pick it up next week. Uh, the next game was the Jacksonville Jaguars defeat the Indianapolis Colts 31-21. to uh, Anthony Richardson showed a lot of promise in his debut. 24 for 37, 223 yards, a touchdown. He did throw a pick, but he also had 10 carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. He looks like he could live up to the potential and all the hype that came out of college for him. Mm. I thought he looked. I, lo- I thought he looked really well, really good. I should say. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence had a had a decent game. Um, I think the Jags maybe should have blown this game open more. I don't think they had the lead. I don't know. I don't want to say the lead, but they didn't take the range of this game till the fourth quarter. Um, I think the Jags are a better team than that. I think the Colts are a much better team than they have been in the past couple of years. But I still think the Jags should have. Uh, handled this game a little bit better. I still think the the rookie like experience for Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. is going to set in here pretty quick, and I think the offensive line hasn't been the greatest for the Colts, and I think that's going to cause a lot of problems. It's going to speed the game up for Richardson at this level. It's a lot faster than it is in college. Mm-hmm. The next game, uh, another upset. The Buccaneers go into Minnesota and beat the Vikings yes. twenty to seventeen. Yes, I was thoroughly shocked by this game, and that doesn't happen a whole lot. So, um, I thought Baker Mayfield, um, he obviously, it's not like he played amazing until about the f- halfway through the fourth quarter. He did the job. He did the point. job, exactly. And, and I think on the flip side of that, the Vikings just, just couldn't, couldn't do the job. They couldn't get anything going. There was, it was a whole lot of lackluster plays, a whole lot of lackluster yardage. Um, I just, I'm not really, sh- again, this is another one where I'm not sure how they didn't take the reins early and keep their foot on the gas. But they did not do that, and I mean, you let a team hang around in the NFL, you know, you you have a chance to lose every time because at the end of the day, they are professional football players. This isn't college. Yeah, Minnesota just struggled to put the ball in the end zone. I mean, Kirk Cousins threw for almost 350 yards, and they yeah. only scored 17 points. I, it, if you throw for that many yards, you have to have at least at least more than 17. At that I, point. I feel like you got to have closer. You got to be in the th- almost, upper 20s to the 30s at that point. That's a lot of yards for minimal points. Yeah. Uh, going on to the next game, the Tennessee Titans lose to the New Orleans Saints 16-15. to This one was, a for Titans and Saints fans, a real nail-biter going into the end of the game where Tennessee scored a, maybe two field goals or a touchdown late. But, I mean, Tennessee is just, I don't think they're going to be, they're going to be middle of the road this year. And the Saints could be a lot better. They got a, they got a better quarterback in Derek Carr, who mm. I think wants to be there after getting out of Oakland yep. or Las yep. Vegas now, I should say. And he's got some real threats to throw to. But, again, the Saints, they couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Only one passing touchdown for Derek Carr. No rushing touchdowns. Other than that, there's just not a lot of other things to talk about with this game. Uh, next one, I want to go over Dolphins-Chargers. I know you're a Dolphins fan. Um, I Obviously, I don't really have an NFL team. Um, but the Dolphins are definitely a fun team to watch from an outsider looking in. Oh. The Dolphins, I mean, the defense is real sketchy, but they came up clutch there at the end of the game. You get, I think it was three sacks. But um, Tua, MVP starts the season. (laughs) Threw for almost 470 yards and three touchdowns. The pick he threw was very questionable. It was in the double coverage. Um, Tyreek Hill, though, 11 catches for 215 yards and two touchdowns. There was talk of him breaking the receiving record this year. Mm-hmm. He's on a really good pace to do that right now. Um, I want to – I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about this game, uh, the Cowboys-Giants game. Cowboys came out, took care of business. Their defense, their defense looks elite this year, looks very good. And it was the Giants. The Giants fans are uh, – they thought they were back. Um, I don't think they are. 
Um, maybe it was week one trouble. Maybe they've got, you know, maybe they'll come out, they'll, they'll win the rest of their games, but I doubt it. Uh, but I do, well, I was really impressed by uh, Dallas special teams and defense. I think they scored the first 15 points for them, something like that. Maybe um, not quite 15, maybe 12. They got two touchdowns in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other than that, it was just pretty much all defense mm-hmm. for the for the Cowboys. Got, had thirty something fantasy points, so you know they did okay. Yeah, the the big question for the Giants is their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones was sacked seven times, and I think he got mm-hmm. hit a lot. There was just no there time was to throw. Twelve QB hits at the game. Cheapers. Yeah, that's uh, no time to throw. No, and the Giants should have pulled him a lot earlier, like mm-hmm. they, like the Bengals did with Joe Burrow. I mean, I don't know why you keep Daniel Jones in there till almost the second to last series. I mean. That's your franchise quarterback, and you just don't want him the risk of getting hurt in a blowout game like this. I think hopeful Bears fans are a little disappointed in their their uh, week one against the Packers. Um, Packers kind of came out and took it to them just a tad. Um, only lost by 18 technically, but, uh, I mean, paper and the actual game are two different things. I think the Packers looked a lot better than the, than the Bears. Um, Justin Fields did not look impressive. Um, there's just a lot of holes for the Bears that they need to fill quickly if they want. They want to keep their season alive already. The one thing I saw, I think most fans were frustrated that the Chicago only called a handful of designed QB runs yep. for Justin yep. Fields. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they handcuffed him and didn't let him play his game. Right. The young QB like that, you, and, and the speed he has, I mean, he's not the best thrower out there. I mean, obviously everyone knows that. You have to utilize your strengths. You can't be trying to fit into a cookie-cutter offense that the rest of the NFL has. Um, you have to be able to use his legs. That's the way you're going to win ball games. And then the big news, the Monday night football game. Mm. Jets beat the Bills 22-16, to but NFL fans don't really care about the score. The real news is Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles four plays into his tenure with the, with the New York Jets. Yeah, um, really sad to see, to be honest. Um, I'm not like, not like an, Aaron, an Aaron Rodgers fan or anything, but, I mean, he's good for the game. And um, obviously he's getting up there in years. I think he's 39. Um, soon to be 40, so a torn Achilles, I mean, that could be his career. I, I hope not, um, but um, I'm hoping that, you know, he's a tough dude, and I think um, he'll be able to recover, he'll be able to come back. I don't think he's going to want to end his career on a torn Achilles four plays into his last season. No, and I think he'll be back next year, and Zach Wilson, it's, it's your team quicker than you thought. I it's, agree. And at least for right now. I mean, they could go out and get a free agency quarterback who's got who's a little bit more of a vet. Um, that remains to be seen. There's a lot of guys out there, but uh, I mean, if I'm if I'm the Jets, you might as well let Zach Wilson run with it for a little bit, at least a couple weeks, a few weeks, because I mean, he's supposed to be the future of your franchise anyway. After Rodgers was was due to retire soon, um, so I mean, I would just let it let it play out for a little bit. I mean, if you get into a real real bind, I mean, they haven't been to the playoffs and. However long, um, a while. It's been a while. I, I yeah. want to say fourteen years, but I can't remember. I think that's what I saw. But um, I mean, if if you get into that bind, maybe you go after a vet free agent. But I think for right now, you got to let Zach Wilson play it. And I think if they do go and get that veteran free agent, I think that just helps Zach Wilson more. I mean, he's, he'll have Aaron Rodgers and maybe like a Joe Flacco or a Matt Ryan in there. That's forty years of NFL experience for him to to learn off of. Yeah. All right, that's all we've got for NFL. We're going to throw it back to the music. This is Everything I Wanted from Billie Eilish on 97.5 KBVU, The Edge.
That was Run for Cover by the Killers. Uh, I am Jackson Van Pelt. You are listening to KBVU 97.5 The Edge. Um, we are back here on Travel Day Live with me, Jackson, and Nolan. Um, we're going to get into uh, some college football pickums for our last segment here before we leave you guys for the night. Uh, Nolan, what do you got for me? All right. First game for the pickum. We got number 15, Kansas State at mm-hmm. Missouri. Okay, Kansas State. All right. That one's... Next one, we got number 14, LSU at Mississippi State. Mm, yeah, LSU. Mississippi State hasn't been good in a hot minute, I don't think, in my opinion. Okay. Third game, we got Minnesota at number 20, North Carolina. Mm, I'm going to mm, go with North Carolina. I think if it was at Minnesota, there'd be a better game. But I think this, the fact that it's, in, it, it's at North Carolina, it's not going to be as great. I thought your Big Ten fandom would pick Minnesota there. Yeah, but Minnesota's not like, it's not like Penn State. It's not like Michigan. You know what I mean? True. All right. Next one, we got Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Man, that's tough. Um, the the Yeah, that's tough. I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. I want them to win purely because of what they've been through the past year, year and a half, so with the shootings and all that, so I'm going to go with them. We got number 11, Tennessee at Florida. I think that's a trap game. I do. I think that's a trap game. I'm going to go, oh, man, that's tough, dude. I'm going to go with Florida. I really, I, I am. That might, that might be stupid. That might be really stupid come Saturday, but I'm going to go with Florida. I'm, I believe in them. I went, with, I went with Tennessee on this one okay. just because Florida looks so bad against Utah. They did And then Utah ended up struggling with Baylor. Uh, so it's almost how bad is Florida. But uh, you can't go back on it now. You already picked it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. Go. All right. Big game this week on this one. We got rivalry. Pittsburgh at West Virginia. Dude, okay, I'm going to be real. I don't know anything about Pitt this year. I'm going to be real. Um, I'm going to take – it's at West Virginia? At West Virginia. I'm taking Pitt. I'm taking Pitt. Pitt's going gonna, Pitt's gonna to walk in there. Just gonna, They're going to show them what's what. You know? I, 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 I have a lot, of, uh, a lot of confidence in them. They've been good in the past. Um, West Virginia has kind of been on the decline. Um, I'm going to go with Pitt. Yeah, I think that's. I agree. Pick. I think West Virginia's head coach is on the way out. Yeah, I year. think that's a good pick. Hopefully. All right. Hopefully. Next one Syracuse at Purdue. Again, don't know a whole lot about Syracuse. Purdue has not looked super impressive. Um, I think they graduated a lot of years. I'll go with Purdue. I'll go with Purdue. We'll do the Big Tech because it's at Purdue, right? At Purdue. Okay, yeah, we're going to go with Purdue. I don't think Syracuse is very good, so at least I could be completely wrong. They could be the best team on the planet. I don't know, but I haven't heard anything about them, so I'm going to go with no. All right. We got a Big 12 matchup here. We got TCU at Houston. Ooh. Ooh. Houston's not ranked? No. Neither one of them are ranked? No. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, TCU was 17 to start the year. I don't think Houston looked very good, if I remember correctly. Am I am I imagining that? I'm they, not gonna help you out. You are me. This is our little they, competition. Not here. cool, bro. Not cool. I'm gonna go with. Uh, this is. Mm, I don't even remember who they're playing now. <laughs> TCU Houston. TCU. I'm going with TCU. Yeah, I knew Houston. I just couldn't remember the other one. All right. This one might be a tough one. Okay. Mm, Another in-state rivalry. Colorado okay. State. Mm. Oh yeah. At Colorado. Tough one, dude. Colorado by four touchdowns. I. Oh man, I feel bad for Colorado State. They had to go in there, and I mean it's a cleanup game for Colorado, right? I mean they had some 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 bad uh, bad plays, bad uh, mistakes against Nebraska, but I think that's a cleanup game before they. I think they have to. I want to say they play a ranked opponent the next it's week. Oregon or USC? Yeah, I think it's Oregon. I think it's, it's Oregon. Oregon. 
That'll be right. so that's a clean game for. All right, the last game we got Fresno State at Arizona State. Okay, dude, what? That's just such random. Those are random teams. Okay. I'm getting these off the ESPN pickums. Okay, well ESPN pickums is... needs to needs. I mean, okay, I will give you that this week there's not a whole lot of like super great games, but like no. uh, Fresno State and Arizona State, dude. Fresno State, I don't know, like like that's just that is ridiculous. I mean, those are two teams that I don't. I seriously, I don't know if anyone cares about that outside of California, Arizona. Like Arizona State hasn't been good in many years. Fresno State used to be okay, I think. So, so we'll go with the Bulldogs. We had a lot of similarity in our picks. I mean, the okay. only difference is where I picked Rutgers over Virginia Tech. Interesting. Um, I got Tennessee, obviously. Right. Yeah, Florida. we talked about that one. Yeah. And then I chose Syracuse over Purdue. Really? Why? Syracuse has kind of been that under the radar type team over the past few years. They've played some really good teams close, and I just they, think they're they don't, ACC, I, just, right? I just don't think Purdue. Yeah, I don't think Purdue's that good. I don't think Purdue's that good either. But I think you're at Purdue, and I, I still th- think I Purdue's think a Big Syracuse Ten team. Better. I think I think Purdue still has a Big Ten defense, so I think they're still going to be fine. Yeah, well, we'll see who the better uh, man is or the I, smartest man smarter is. Smarter man, be probably you, but hopefully not, because I think it's an upset in itself if I win. That's all I'm saying. That's going to be a week to week thing we do. By the way, um, that is a new segment we're going to be introducing to our podcast, which you can find. Hopefully, the goal is to get them up every Wednesday night. Thursday is the absolute latest. Um, you can find that on KBVU 97.5's Spotify and SoundCloud. Um, we will be going to actually record an episode right after this. Uh, so look for that tomorrow uh, evening sometime. Um, so we thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been a really fun experience. This is our first time live. Um, so we hope you go and check out the podcast. Uh, but... Uh, all in all, we thank you guys for listening. This has been Jack and Van Pelt and uh, Nolan Faber. Uh, we thank you guys so, so much for sticking with us this uh, last hour. And with that note, uh, this is World Gone Mad by Bastille on KBVU 97.5 The Edge.